Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to our book reading, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We begin on page 78, the Quraysh attempt to extradite Muslims. The Quraysh found it difficult to accept the fact that a large group of Muslims had managed to escape the campaign of terror. Safe in Abyssinia, the Muslims now enjoyed the experience of not facing any opposition to their faith and way of life. The Quraysh, nonetheless, had a plan. They sent two of their very shrewd envoys, Amr bin al-As and Abdullah bin Rabi'ah, to Abyssinia to have the Muslims extradited back to Arabia. According to the plan, the two representatives of the Quraysh first met the Abyssinian bishops and bribed them in order to gain access to the king. When they succeeded in getting an audience with him, they presented him with gifts from Arabia. Then they stated the case. O king, some foolish men from our city have taken refuge in your majesty's country. They have abandoned our religion, but rather than accepting your religion, they have invented one of their own. Their families, knowing of their delusions, have sent us to your majesty to bring them back home. Close quote. When they had made their plea to the king, the Abyssinian bishop stood and urged him to grant their request. The king, however, was a very fair judge. He said that he would allow both parties to make their statements before a decision. The Muslim refugees were summoned to the king's court. Then the king questioned them why they had entered an unknown religion that had caused them to abandon their families and tribes. Jafar bin Abi Talib the Prophet's cousin, rose on behalf of the Muslims and said, O King, we were a nation steeped in ignorance. We worshipped idols, ate carrion, and committed many abominations. We neglected our kin and mistreated our neighbors. The strong amongst us devoured the weak. We lived thus until Allah raised among us a messenger of whose noble lineage, truthfulness, honesty, and purity we were all away. He invited us to acknowledge the oneness of God, to worship Allah, and to renounce the stones and idols our forefathers were used to venerate. He enjoined upon us to speak the truth, to keep our word, and to be kind and considerate to our relatives and neighbors. He forbade us to shed blood, to act wantonly, to lie and to deceive others. He forbade us to encroach upon the property of orphans or to vilify a chaste woman. He commanded us to worship Allah alone without associating anything with Him. He ordered us to pray, to fast, and to pay the poor they due. We acknowledged He was Allah's messenger and believed in Him. We followed Him in whatever He brought from Allah, and we worshipped only one God without associating anything with Him. We treated as unlawful what He forbade and embraced what He made lawful for us. At this, our people were estranged. They persecuted us, tried to seduce us from our faith and force us to return to idolatry, pressing us to return to the abominations we used to commit earlier. When they tortured us, ground us under their tyranny and stood between us and our religion, we fled to your country, choosing you above others for refuge. We have come here, O King, to your country seeking your protection. We hope that we shall not be dealt with unjustly. End quote. The king listened patiently to Jafar. 
when he asked Ja'far if he could recite something that had been revealed to Muhammad, peace be upon him, Ja'far then recited the opening verses of Surah Maryam, named after Mary, the mother of Jesus. The king wept until tears flowed to his beard, and the bishops were also overcome. Truthfully, this and what Jesus brought are from the same divine light. End quote. Then, turning to the envoys of the Quraysh, the king said, You may go. By God, I shall never give them to you, nor will they be ill-treated. The two envoys from the Quraysh now changed their tactics. The next day, they returned to the king's court and made another attempt to convince the king to expel the Muslims from his country. Amr tried to incite the king against the Muslims. O king, they assert a dreadful thing about Jesus which is too shameful to be repeated before you. End quote. The king again summoned the Muslims to his court and questioned them about their belief regarding Jesus. Ja'far bin Abi Talib replied, We say about him that which our prophet, peace be upon him, has taught us. Jesus was a human being and Allah's prophet. He was a spirit and a word cast unto the blessed Virgin Maryam. End quote. The king took a straw from the ground and said, By God, Jesus, the son of Mary, does not exceed what you have said by the length of the straw. Go and live in my territory in peace and security. Those who ill-treat you will be punished. I shall not give you any trouble even if I were offered a mountain of gold in exchange. End quote. The king then ordered that all the gifts brought by the envoys from the Quraysh be returned. Having failed miserably, the two envoys left for Arabia in great shame. The Quraysh were very angry about what had happened in Abyssinia. They had been mocked in the king's court, and the name of their tribe had been tarnished, all because of a small band of refugees. The Muslims, they determined, would pay for this with their blood. Yet, how were they to be avenged for this humiliation? Abu Talib was steadfast in his support of his nephew, no matter how hard the Quraysh tried to manipulate him. With his uncle's protection, the Prophet, peace be upon him, continued with his mission. The Quraysh tried everything to destroy Islam, persecution, assassination, bribery, debate, and even compromise. Nothing worked. And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.